0: Hello, beautiful. Get your coffee. It's time for Coffee with Matilda, A Journey to Self. Today, I'm here with my co-host, Natalie Dolan, and we're going to talk about, actually it's going to be our first episode about um, become the CEO of your life. I'm actually excited, Natalie. This is our oh. first episode of becoming the CEO. I want to be um, my CEO of life so I can take care of my life the way that I want. And I mm-hmm. want to, you know, live life as I want.
1: Yeah. So I don't
0: want life to dictate me. I want me to dic- dictate life. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is dictatorship. <laughs>
1: That, yeah, and, and, and this kind of dictatorship is okay. <laughs> this type I agree with, but yeah, no, I'm excited too. Becoming the CEO of your life is taking everything you have and manifesting it and moving forward, right? And then having your dream house, your dream pet, your dream partner, your dream job, your anything and everything you think of and what you wanted from your life. It's, it's how to get there, how to, how to, how to organize yourself so that you get to that wonderful place.
0: Yeah. Very nice. Sounds good. So listen, let, um, maybe for the audience, um, since it's going to be our first episode of it, yes. uh, explain a little bit about what you do so they sure. understand that. And then we go talk about the first step and then yeah. that's the exciting part.
1: <laughs> Perfect. So I am I'm a life coach.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: work with women and men. Lately, more women so than men. And basically, I help people kind of create that yummy, juicy life that they want, right? And there are different reasons. Some people lack motivation. Some people lack self-esteem. Some people lack direction. Some people mm-hmm. just... Need to talk ideas out loud. So I am the person that coaches, guides people, women, men, to getting to that X, getting to that thing. And, and it's different. Sometimes it's, I want to become a better speaker when I have my meetings at work. Okay, mm-hmm. that's the goal. Mm-hmm. Let's work on the steps to get there. Or sometimes it's huge. I want to make a huge career change. I've been doing this job for 20 years and I'm over it. I want to become an astronaut beautiful how do we get the steps to get there (laughs) so i kind of bridge that gap between a and z right like i help you get all those steps um in a loving and compassionate way because why not why not be loving
0: towards each other especially in today's world exactly and i love this astronaut example um now i'm thinking i would like to be an astronaut (laughs) (laughs) but oh my god how many years of studying oh no it's I a don't lot. Think it's a lot, yeah. No, I'm gonna be grandma, and I'm I'll be done soon <laughs> now.
1: <laughs> but how cool would a grandma in space be?
0: Exactly.
1: So, but yes, anything you can dream of, we can get there. Amazing. We can get there.
0: Very nice. So, tell me, I okay. I'm sure a lot of people are excited to know how they can take care of their mm-hmm. life and become the CEO of their own life. What is the first? step that you tell your clients to take care of yes so in
1: order to get to that z there's a lot of work and for me i call that transformation to get from a to z Mm -hmm. so that work of transformation um starts with you but it also starts with awareness Mm -hmm. awareness is key When we are not aware of ourselves, of our surroundings, of our thoughts, of our feelings, we can't make changes. And if we Mm -hmm. can't make changes, how do you want to get from A to Z, right? Like changes need to happen on that journey to get there. So awareness for me is 100% the first step towards that transformation, right? Towards that goal setting, towards that whatever it is that you're reaching for. and through self-awareness, there, there comes being very mindful. Mm-hmm. And, and there's so many, a million and thousand mindful techniques out there now. Like, there's even mindful techniques about how to drink your coffee. Like, there's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's so many different tools and tips and techniques on what mindfulness is. But to me, I like to go even one step a little bit before that, and
0: mm-hmm. that's awareness. But what is exactly awareness? I want to understand.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: You know, because I think everyone can define that awareness a little bit differently. So what is exactly, I mean, what should I look for exactly? Yes,
1: that's a great question. So for me, awareness is understanding something through through our senses, right? Through sight, through smell, through taste, through touch, through like those tastes also I forget about that one once we are fully aware and we're Mm -hmm. in our senses we get the full experience of a situation so getting that full experience of a situation is complete awareness and then you get to really understand whatever it is that that situation is in like a in a very full rounded way right so Mm -hmm. let's say I want to learn about drinking more water right like i get to pick different types of water or different filters and see what they taste like then i get to feel the difference in my body or i get to like going through your whole body and all of our senses causes that awareness and it's it's focused it's also being in the present moment with whatever it is mm-hmm. right that that you're that you're striving for and that's, so the key, the reason that I say awareness is key to transformation, because it was when we're aware, we are in the present moment. And in the present moment is what I like to say, where the magic happens, right? Everything we're, is possible. We're, everything is possible. <laughs> because in this moment right now, right now, right, right now. We have choice, we can choose this, we can choose that. I can choose to change my mind and talk about something else. You can choose that you're sleeping and wanna go to bed. right? Like In this very, very right now, present moment is where the magic happens because that's where all our choices, which circles back to the awareness. When we are aware, Mm -hmm. then we can make change. You can change anything. Um, So that's, that's for me why, and then my experience, why I start there with everyone. And and then and then so I start with some mindful techniques, and so mindfulness and awareness is used. Yeah, I wanted
0: to see what are the differences, or it's the same. I don't know. It
1: it's not the same. They're used all the time in very similar ways, so it gets a little bit blurry. But for me, they're a tiny bit different. When we're mindful, we're being fully present in the moment, and we're allowing our thoughts to kind of flow through us, right? Like, and we're we're, we're our thoughts are here and we're recognizing what our thoughts are and we're present. The awareness goes more into like your total experience of what's going on. So mindfulness is putting the attention on something present and, and and flowing through it with your, with your mind. And awareness is like the whole big picture of the whole thing. Um, But they're definitely intertwined. Um, I like to, like I was going to say, I like to use mindfulness techniques to start people on their journey of awareness. But
0: It's kind of the doorway of awareness, mindfulness.
1: <laughs> kind of, yes. It's, it's recognizing that you are in the present moment in your mind, right? Because like most humans, like you, like myself, we're either thinking about something that happened yesterday or five years ago, or why did I, why did I break up with that guy? Right. Or whatever many years ago, or we're either thinking about, Ooh, tomorrow I have a really big exam. I have to study, but then I have to do laundry and I didn't cook dinner yet. Right. Like, so we're either in the past or we're in, in the present. So being mindful brings us straight into this right now, that right now moment that I like to talk about, but awareness is what helps us get, deeper into that present moment because we are using everything we have if that makes sense
0: it's interesting and actually i'm thinking right now um there was when i'm more joyful in life i'm more i think mindful Mm -hmm. i'm more present Mm -hmm. when i'm not joyful or i'm depressed or i'm have anxiety or i have worries actually I'm not present, mm-hmm. I'm somewhere else. Either I'm in the past or usually, or I'm in the future and I'm getting anxiety about it. And it's interesting. Now I'm thinking it's been a while that I haven't been present. Is that possible? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> of,
1: of course uh, it's possible. It's, it's possible and not only is it possible, Most of us live in that way. We are on autopilot. We wake up, you brush your teeth, you make the coffee, you read the paper, right? Like we're kind of on this autopilot in grains. And then once you read the paper, you sit down, you start working, right? Like not everyone works at a computer, but it's kind of like our our mind isn't even fully. Yes, we're not even fully and even brushing our teeth. When you brush your teeth, what are you really thinking about? Oh, what am I going to wear? What am I right? Like we're still not even thinking about hmm this toothpaste tastes different today or oh well i'm i'm a little sensitive in this right hand corner right like that's the awareness like bringing that that mindfulness to whatever it is you're doing so it's very possible that you're not being present in a lot and and i just always want to say this it's okay the beautiful part about this journey and what i love to do is that we can always return back to the present moment And that's what makes us so like humans, so fascinating, right? Like we can always choose to be like, Oh wait, my mind is drifting. Let me go back to the present moment. So yes, of course, it's fine. Like you're doing your podcast or you're writing notes and you're thinking about tomorrow or it's so natural that that happens to you. Like most people.
0: It's just So I'm like, now I'm gonna be more aware of it, <laughs> so, because also I I think of this lots of times that maybe I'm tired, mm-hmm. or I have lots of things to do, or it's a stressful situation. Mm-hmm. I switch my emotion, I switch it off, and I become on a autopilot, and it's this ritual mm-hmm. and routine takes over, and I realize, oh, especially now that I've changed countries, routine makes your life easier. Now, I'm realizing because you're not thinking, you know, it's, in, it's on autopilot, you um, spend less energy. But when you're in a new place, it's, it takes some time to get your energy back. I remember when I moved to New York, that was the scenario. Now here in France, I'm feeling that the same. It takes Everything is like a little bit harder for me. Mm. I need to put more energy. Whereas, you know, when you're when you have your routine life, then it's kind of easier. But maybe when you have your routine life, you get disconnected from yourself. Maybe now I'm connected with myself. I don't know, <laughs> but maybe because I have to constantly think about what I'm doing. <laughs> where I'm doing. And maybe, maybe. Yeah, and
1: that can be very possible. And I love what you said, and this is key: the reason that we want to become aware is to connect to ourselves, and not like our brain, just blah 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 blah. Our inner essence, our what I like to say, our our higher selves. Like when we connect to ourselves, we are completely and fully aware. And and when we're doing all these funny things, we we're, we do get a little bit disconnected. And that may not be a bad thing. Right now, maybe you're just being much more creative than doing the same thing every day at the same time. Like right now, you have a little bit of freedom. You're maybe coming with new podcast ideas or you're coming up with a whole new idea altogether. It's it's not it's not always a bad thing, right, to, to have that creativity.
0: Right. Well, it's interesting. And um, the fact that you're saying, I don't know, now next time when I'm – brushing my teeth I will think what I'm thinking. Yes, Yes. (laughs) See if I'm really present in my brushing teeth or I'm just Uh trying to finish it up and do my Mm -hmm. other thing. Um, But yeah that's that's very interesting. I'm gonna try that and so but I have one question. Do you think if I start having more awareness on my daily activities? isn't that going to be a little bit overwhelming for me or for whoever starts
1: doing it? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. It's not like, yeah, if you're completely aware every moment of the day, like when do you, when do you, so like, Oh, I grabbed this pen and it's blue and it feels hard. Oh wait, I have a phone call. And what does that sound like? Right? Like if you're doing that every second of the day, It does seem like it's overwhelming. But if you are fully just present, I think it's, it's two things. When you're that fully aware and you're doing it all day, it's more so being just more focused on that present moment of whatever it is that you're doing. So right now you and I are having this podcast. And there's no people around there's no phones ringing like i'm being present with you and you're being present with me and our awareness is shared so for this amount of time we're committing to be awareness aware of of what's going on when we get off the call then i make dinner then you do your thing but can we still bring awareness to whatever it is that we're doing yes does it have to overwhelm and like take over not necessarily right like when I'm cooking, I can make it fun and I can add, I'm like, oh, maybe I want different spices and like engage my, my sense of, of taste, right? And see, wait, what if this is better? Well, let me try this. So there's, it doesn't always have to be all encompassing because yes, it does seem a little bit overwhelming, but it, it's good to have it somewhere inside of you because it forces you to be present with whatever it is that you're actually doing.
0: You know, um, I remember this. I had a friend and she was telling me she cannot be alone a lot uh, because when she's alone, she gets, she starts thinking and she becomes present. And then a lot of pain comes, like emotional pain. So I'm thinking a lot of people, maybe they don't like to be to be mindful because when you're mindful um, especially for example if you're feeling bad or you're, you have some emotional problems you're try, trying to resolve um, then you will be very sad or very unhappy mm-hmm. and they always want to cover that. They want to do something else but feel what they're feeling. Mm-hmm. So I think for um, for the first which is awareness as you say you need a lot of courage because if you're in a bad space to have that awareness can cause you some discomfort uh, unpleasant yes discomfort Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm
1: -hmm. and that's i love this question because you're really really like trying to embody being aware all the time (laughs) or or through the example of your friends so this is another thing that i get a lot from my clients well i'm feeling sad and i don't want to feel sad anymore i want to be happy and that's that's great happiness is here and remember i said that a to z there's a lot of transformation and journey to get here so if someone for like for example your friend is sad and she's always running away from her sadness and always running away and always running away she never fully addresses it she never fully lets it in and she never sits with it and is in awareness with it right so then it can't fully be let go of because this was a whole nother probably topic but letting go letting go and and no attachments is another thing i teach we're we're just energy we, we don't need to be attached to the things even feelings so for your friend i would love you know, to talk to her but It's okay to feel the sadness. It's okay to be aware that we're sad because that means that our body, our soul is telling us something, right? We're alive. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And, and, and yeah, maybe it's caused by a past event or something that was unpleasant. And that's okay. And it's okay to sit with the sadness. And you know what's funny? And I know this from 100% experience. Running away from things make it stick more than actually sitting in it for a little bit, experiencing it, and then letting it go. It seems easy to say. It's harder to do. But I also know that running away from yourself, it, it works for a little bit. And, and then in our other podcast I talked about this I was a runner I ran away from everything so yeah. I know this and I was always kind of ending up in the same situation wondering wait why am I in the same situation because we can't escape ourselves so it's okay to be in awareness of a feeling that's unpleasant but that's actually during one of the steps that i'm going to talk about today right like how to start letting go of those things which then just bring us to this present because if she's sad she's probably thinking about something that made her sad that happened in the past
0: especially uh, you know a lot of people that they want to change for example their jobs mm-hmm. They are in an unpleasant situation obviously mm-hmm. you're Nervous or you're unhappy for a while, and then when you bring mindfulness and awareness, then you will realize that feeling more vividly. You can feel that feeling uh, strongly, mm-hmm. and maybe, but maybe you need to go through that feeling enough to one day say, Enough is enough, let's just yeah. come out. What?
1: what kind of a better motivator, right? Like Mm -hmm. if I'm in a job and I'm like this and I can't stand it and every day I'm like, oh, I have to go to work. And then instead of like pushing it away and ignoring it, if I say, okay, what is it about this job that's not feeling right for me? That doesn't feed my soul. And if you really, really become present moment with that feeling, I bet you, you'll get some amazing answers, which will can then motivate you to change change careers change jobs so it's that's a perfect example i also love that you bring up that a lot of us are always distracting ourselves Mm -hmm. it's it's not an easy thing to be with oneself at times it's it's not and again i like to say this it's the beauty of us being human and and going through this experience on earth right like we we are living, we are alive, we're having all these experiences. So even though some things are uncomfortable to sit in, I still still mm. want people to be aware and then to just bring it back to the present moment. The more we practice coming back to the present moment, the more joyful and you, you use this word often you become, the more happy you become. Like it starts to become like a part of your you.
0: Amazing. and things yeah 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 so, um well maybe you like some steps or yes some tips so, yeah, we can, yeah, yeah. so we can become more yeah,
1: for well, sure so more aware? <laughs> so there are six there are six steps and I won't go deeply into all of them um but basically first and we we touched on some of these already in our conversation it's kind of like thinking about cleansing your aura your being your everything right or like mm -hmm, or like cleaning out that closet that you have that's just full of stuff and you don't even know what's in there it's the same concept like here's my closet like cleaning it out um the first step for me is decluttering the mind right like our minds are incredible we are i don't remember the stats but we have something like x amount of thoughts per second like our minds are incredible machines and that means that there's a lot of things up here like we we're always going we're always as soon as we wake up even when we're asleep our minds are still dreaming so un decluttering the mind is is one of is the first step right and what i mean by that is let's say you Let's go back to the teeth example. You have it on your to-dos that you have to go to schedule a teeth cleaning at the dentist and you just don't do it, but you think about it. And then the next day comes, oh, I didn't call the dentist. Oh, I didn't call the dentist, right? What that's doing, it's like putting a little clothespin. It's putting a little tack in your mind of something, which what then distracts you from whatever it is that you're currently doing. And it like adds like a little like, "Mm," like, hey, oh yeah, I have that thing to do. And because we are human and because we're in today's society, we have many of those pins, right? Like it's not just teeth cleaning, it's call your mom, it's walk the dog or go to the vet. It's, and all those little things add the clutter that I'm talking about. So the first step is to to learn to declutter your mind. And it's going through that closet, which is your brain. And like seeing those things that stick out, like, wait. I didn't call the dentist. You know what? When we call the dentist right now, that's it. That little pin is gone. Yeah. Or I didn't call my mom. Let me call my mom right now. And some things are smaller and bigger, of course, but we can take them step by step. But learning how to recognize those little clothes pins, those little like things that stick out, it's it's a good idea. It's a good first step because once we de once we make space by uncluttering the mind, it's it's we are more free to be in the present moment.
0: Oh, I love it. I have a lot of uh, to-dos <laughs> <today. laughs> I'm the queen of procrastination. Like, I have a uh, so, lot of phone calls to do, a lot of things to clean, a <laughs> lot of things to do. Yeah, it's, uh, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully one day you can give some tips about procrastination too, because yes. I really need that okay
1: <laughs> you're not the only you're not the only one with that either and so once we start becoming aware of those little clothespins, pins we make space like we were it and it also feels good for us right mm. to just get some of those things done um the next thing that for me is really important is confronting uncomfortable circumstances and this seems well like, for example, I have been procrastinating, this is an example, not true, but procrastinating having a difficult conversation with my mom about her needing to move out of my house, right? And I just put it off because I know that the, that the confrontation will be a little bit like, oh, and I just, I wait. And I'm like, okay, and it, but in my mind, what am I doing? I'm having a conversation over yeah. and over. But what, what if I tell my mom this? What if I approach her like this? What if I say this? In our minds, we're literally having a conversation 20 million times, but we're not having it in person because we're avoiding okay. that. Yeah, avoiding okay. that comfort. So when you're avoiding things, again, that's taking you away from the present moment it's taking you into your mind and forget it it's like a river it just flows away and it just flows away and it flows away so i and i know it's not always easy but confronting those things that we have in in right now right like that example or it can, it can be smaller it can be bigger but really getting the courage to say you know what this is uncomfortable and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tackle it because when you do, again, this is all it comes to like making that space. How much lighter will you feel? Like, imagine I have that conversation with my mom and then she's like, oh, you know what, Natalie, I actually found a place and I was going to tell you at dinner tonight. Like, it could it could end up that way or it could, or it could be, uh, you know, I'm really sad to leave, but I understand and I do need my own privacy. Like, it can go a million ways, but how do we know if we don't try and get there? So getting that courage to, to
0: alleviate that uncomfort is so freeing. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Nice. I, yeah. I'll have a couple of those as well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're going to become my client after this. This is, this, this is what this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: amazing. Um, now,
1: so the next step, let me take a sip real quick, which I know you're going to love this one. Uh-huh. <laughs> is tackling unfinished to-dos. And this is a little bit different from the first step. So unfinished to-dos are the ones that are like, oh, I started cleaning out and organizing the, the garage, but I haven't finished, it still has that whole wall. Or I started going through my phone and deleting all those millions of pictures we take, right? But uh, I didn't finish. So it's the unfinished projects that we have, because that really, takes up space in our mind right that adds and it comes up at the weirdest times like right before sleep when you're trying to sleep you're like oh i didn't finish this or right like it's it's taking up that wonderful space from allowing us to be present so tackling and it's it's not just the to-dos it's the ones that are unfinished that we kind of started and they're lingering there and they stay on our minds like really really tackling those will help tremendously
0: some of them are books and you're like oh you start a book and then you're interested but then i don't know you bought another book and then you start another book and you're like like i have um some books that i still think i have to finish but i never do Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh if i read that book completely i would have known you know and my mind is still busy with those books that i haven't finished but it's interesting Mm -hmm. what you're saying even like a simple example, like a book takes a lot of space of your mind, mm-hmm. um, let alone your to-do things that you have to do it maybe for next week or you thought you're going to accomplish it in your life. Sometimes we start a diet to have a like a certain outcome yes. and certain goal but we never reach that goal and we leave it and then we go continue our life without that goal <laughs> and then what we have to we always remind oh if i continue that workout if i stick through it if i you know so it's interesting There's, um and and so
1: what that does is it's putting distance from yourself from your higher mm-hmm. self right and that's what we talked about at the beginning like you having four books that you haven't read that are probably relevant to your work or just fun and adding more knowledge. It, it's its a distance from you, like really connecting to what your yeah. soul wants. Like your soul loves to read, I, I imagine, right? You probably have lots of amazing books, but you're, it, it's like a distance because you yeah. started it, it's kind of there, but now it's just lingering in your head and you're not actually doing it. So closing that distance Um, by finishing those things feel and also oh, it feels so good to finish some of those things and sometimes they're tiny like when I move sometimes I usually have one or two boxes that are just there and then they stay like that for months and I'm like okay why don't I just unpack the last two boxes and then when you do it's kind of like it's like I want to throw a party I'm like oh that was and and then it's not even as hard as what you thought yeah yeah amazing and then, so and yeah. <laughs> then so this is this is a good one working through on unresolved triggers um so a trigger is an event or a circumstance that happened to someone in the past that caused some kind of hurt, sadness, like a deeper emotional pain mm-hmm. and so a trigger when it's when it's triggered now in the present day it kind of just brings you right back to that event Mm. so let's say um i used to be a dancer i mean i dance now but for fun so let's like at one point um i was going on auditions you know back to back and I hurt myself really badly in a, in like another dance performance and I couldn't do my my jump side split because my both of my groin my groin and my hamstrings were, were like just torn. So now anytime I have to go to an, and it hurt because I really wanted to go in those auditions, right? Like I was sad and just like disappointed with myself. Like why did my body not work when the time I needed it the most? And now if someone asks me to go dance or just do something fun, and I can't. It triggers that feeling of like regret, of disappointment, of something that happened years ago. But this present day event triggered that. And in, instead of just sitting there and saying, you know what, Nat, I didn't. I don't have control over my body. Maybe I was just dancing too much with no rest, or I wasn't stretching enough. And my body was literally trying to tell me slow down and instead of having gotten so mad about it and disappointed i could have just said you know what maybe i just needed to slow down back then and i just didn't listen to my body and then coming to that realization slowly like untangles that trigger and then i'm free of it and and triggers obviously range and they're much deeper and some of them are very painful and it's similar to what we were saying about your friend in the example, right? That she she's sad and she's always she's not really sitting with the sadness. And, and of course, probably something happened that made her feel hurt and sad. And, and it's not fun to go back and revisit hurts, but we're doing it anyway. Like we get triggered. Like let's say, you know, everyone's having a party, but they didn't invite your friend. And now she's sad again. That not being invited to the party triggered her to go back into that moment that she was sad back then. And and so those triggers happen to us pretty often. And we don't go and sit with it, sit with the event that, that happened and like work through it. Because a lot of times after some years pass or even days or even hours, our, our, the emotion kind of settled and we're a little bit more logical and we can work through it. And then once you work through that that pain, that sadness, the disappointment, it's like a it's not causing that little thing in your head anymore. Like oh, right again, and it's freeing up yummy space,
0: becoming free. Mm -hmm. Nice.
1: A lot of this is like in how I started, like cleaning out that closet, like clean it out. Let's make space because we're just gonna be more about right
0: now. Right now, this you will realize a lot of potentials that you never thought you have. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like when you clean your closet and you see like a shirt <laughs> that you never even remember yes. it and you're like, wow, this is so beautiful. Bravo, Matilda. I know. <laughs> I know.
1: Yeah, you went I shopping love. in your own closet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love cleaning because sometimes you see something and you're like, oh, I don't even remember about it. And then you try it and ignite, and you're like voila, I don't even need to go shopping. I have what I was looking for. <laughs> Maybe I will, when I clean my closet, my mind's closet, I will see some potential somewhere. Yes. that I never and thought I have. I guarantee you that for sure that will happen. And
1: and one of the best things about working through those triggers, which are past I don't want to say trauma because it's not always a trauma, but let's say past experiences that hurt it also clears a little bit of like negative energy right which is always a good idea like it's always such a good idea to let go of some of that like that negativity that stays with us from something that happens and again it's 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 living back there instead of right now and it doesn't serve us to, to stay stuck back there
0: so Exactly. Need that's one the water needs to go <laughs> yes yeah let
1: it go let it let it flow 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 through you excuse me so yeah that that's a good one that this one is a little bit meatier right like it's a little bit it's it, it's not as easy the other one's like going you're to do this okay and but this one takes a little bit more like what you said earlier too like courage courage to to want to sit with those things. Um, but and when you do, I promise you, and I promise everyone is listening to this podcast, when you choose to sit with those things that cause discomfort, only good comes afterwards, right? Like and maybe not tomorrow, maybe not five minutes later, but I promise you that at some point, or like there's a, there's this good because there's a release,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and re- releasing is so good for us. Um, So whoever's listening, try this. Try to sit and be in awareness with what's what's causing the triggers because it's important. So the last one is forgiving unfulfilled expectations. And I love this one because one of the first things I do with most of my clients, pretty much all of them, is teaching them to have no expectations,
0: which sounds crazy but really you really, don't have not, what no, no not have teaching them to have
1: anything because so this is why we have no control humans you i we have no control and i know that like control which we, this can be a whole podcast right <laughs> but <laughs> this topic but so we have we have no control right like there's there's, there's will, right? Like I choose to study science instead of choosing to study math. Of course there's, there's will, but there's no control. Like let's say you start studying science and then you realize that there's a lot of math in science and you're not good at math. And then you end up changing the subjects anyway, right? Like you can, you can wish something, you can want to work towards it. You can get there, but do you ever have full control over what happens? No. And I know this is such a hard topic for people to understand, but Having no expectations is the most freeing thing. And most of us humans always have expectations. Like even tonight, me, I did it. And I was like, oh, you know what if the podcast what if what if I say something that doesn't resonate with someone or what if Matilda asked me a question and I don't know the answer <laughs> like, right so like and then I'm like no 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 oh it's, it's it's not gonna go that good tonight maybe maybe I was already having all these expectations and then I was just I noticed it I was aware I became aware and I was like nah you don't know what Matilda's gonna ask you I have no control of what you're gonna ask I have we have a topic but our our conversation is so nice right And I let it go. So, but like letting go of the unfulfilled expectations and like forgiving them, the ones from our past. So for example, let's say Sarah wanted to become a lawyer and Sarah studied and she was always studying. And then she took the bar and she failed it the first time. So she said, okay, you know what? Let me, let me study harder. And she takes the bar again some months later, and she, she fails again, you know, that she forever long thought she was going to be a lawyer, but without that, passing that exam, she can't be a lawyer in the United States, so she has choice now, she can either let go of that expectation and kind of find a new path, a new career, or decide to, like, stick with it, and try and like really push in in like a a different way or a harder way but she has to forgive one or the other because if she's just stuck with the but i'm going to be a lawyer i'm going to be a lawyer and even though i failed the test i want to be a lawyer right like she's not forgiving of that expectation she's had since she was six years old and how much changes from when you're six to when you're 21 right like life happens (laughs) so learning how to forgive some of those unfulfilled expectations and and the ones that haven't been fulfilled like i never became a broadway dancer and and did it did it hurt a little bit and did i think about being a broadway dancer i'm from new york so that's all we think about when you're younger of course and for a few years was i like Really hurt and upset, and I couldn't even watch certain things on TV that were related to dancing. Yes, and then I realized it's okay now, it's okay if you're not that type of dancer. And then I went on to do other types of dancing and I excelled in them and I still dance to this day. Like, does it look different from that expectation I had? Yes, did I have forgiven myself for that expectation? Of course, and now what does that give me? Freedom. Mm. freedom to try this freedom to try that freedom to try this um two years ago i tried ballroom dancing for the first time ever in my life and i was like oh, how come i've never done this before right and so had i just stuck to the one thing and, and like harbored over it would i have had the freedom to try other things i don't know yeah. so this is a this is a biggie too right and it's hard to forgive ourselves period but it's it's a big one this allows a lot of room like this is like taking out like a huge box from your closet and just dumping it away once
0: you once you get there so like i mean this can be some people might listen to it and they might resonate with this because um you know i have i mean i know a lot of people that are divorced and they <laughs> Lot of for a long long time they've um kind of um they've been upset depressed that maybe they they did the wrong choice marrying mm-hmm. the person or they did the wrong choice divorcing that person and mm-hmm. um, w- especially when their partner goes and marries and then they see how the partner is happy, have kids, yada yada yada. So I've seen people that, in this particular element, there's a lot of hurt for many years. Mm-hmm. How they can, for example, free themselves. That.
1: In relation to like the six steps yes. that I shared here? Okay, yeah, because I was like there's a whole lot of ways, but I got excited for a minute.
0: Kind so, <laughs> of about the awareness that you're sharing it.
1: Yes, the
0: last step that you're saying because the forgiving they have to forgive the unfulfilled dream that they had. Oh, they're gonna have an amazing life in this person. Mm-hmm. And they are you know, they're damaged by it. Mm -hmm. They can allow that damage for for a long time or they can recover and maybe find Mm -hmm. another partner that it suits Mm -hmm. them better. But I find it that a lot of people stay with that pain for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I always thought why they cannot move on because this is their time, this is their life. We're talking about a couple of years of pain, you're going to stick around about that person. Then Mm -hmm. what's the point of it? But obviously, it's easier to say than, mm-hmm. than you're in That's it. Than to experience, so different, yeah. different, different game. <laughs> but yeah, for me, it's a question, why? Why is that? Well, the why is different for every person.
1: However, when it comes to forgiving things that didn't work out the way you wanted to, it starts with choice, which starts with awareness, right? Like when, when you realize... When she doesn't realize that she's stuck in sadness, she's stuck in sadness. She's not even that aware that like sadness is running her whole life. Yeah. All her thoughts, all her actions, they stem from sadness. Probably what she eats, probably what she's eating. Probably she's not working out. And, you know, I'm making assumptions, but like because she's stuck in sadness, so she gets to choose. And the choice that comes with being awareness is, oh, my God, I have a choice, right? Like, so she can say, yes, I'm sad. I, my partner and I are no longer together, and this was my partner for life. She can sit with that and, and go through it and, and, and let it go. So oh, there's, there's so many options. She can try to reconcile with that person, right, and say, I committed to this relationship can you and I go to X amount of counseling? Can you and I try this? Can you and I try this? And then she tries all these things. And at the end of it, it still didn't work out. Okay. She tried it. She, right. Or she, and she can forgive it and say, okay, I gave him my all. This was my expectation, but it's just not, it's not it. I tried. Let me forgive it. Or she can say with the same situation, let me get out there and start dating let me try seeing it as maybe I'm not compatible with xyz maybe I need abc right you never know and then she can just try a new direction it's the same similar expectation right of wanting a life partner but kind of shifting a little bit and going in a new direction so and that's that's how I started with the awareness we have choice
0: Right, like- awesome. Also, Natalie, I wanna add, I wanna add something there. It just yeah. came in my mind. Go. Cool. What if I think when someone has the feeling that I'm choosing, I'm choosing to forgive this scenario, I'm choosing to forgive myself myself, and I'm choosing to forgive this person, the partner, and I want to be happy. I think the choice that you talked about is such a powerful place because when you choose to forgive and to move on, I think the whole thing shifts until um, that moment kind of you're a victim. But mm-hmm. when you say, I'm choosing to forgive and I'm choosing to move on, all of a sudden you become your own hero. Yes. That, uh, that awareness that you're talking about, I think changes the whole system and the whole, um all uh, everything about it no
1: yes 100% and then that's that's why I kind of came into this business because when I went through that journey personally myself it, I started to realize this I'm like wait when I am present I have infinite amount of choices and then I try them and I, and I, and I'm progressing forward in my life. I'm transforming my life. I'm becoming the best version of myself. I like all those things start to happen, which is what I call the magic. Like that's the magic. And, you know, for someone like, let's say this friend, she chooses to forgive and she chooses to move forward. Right. Like, The part that I talk about not having expectations is that if she goes forward without expecting a result, she just trusts in it. She trusts that I'm worthy, I'm gonna find a partner, and I'm gonna go out there without being attached to the result, right? Meaning, the first date she goes on she's like oh that's him that's that's the guy that's him mm-hmm. right and she's attached to that one person but so like and this is a probably a whole other podcast topic too right like not being attached to the results because it'll it'll cause the same thing because wow. the reason the reason we are we're unhappy with what happened with the first expectations because we were attached to that
0: oh, and nice. so
1: it's it, it Choice allows for infinite possibilities.
0: I love it. (laughs) 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 And I think these are very nice. We're going to be back next week. Yeah, The next step of how to become the CEO of your life. But I think this one week, um, the audience can practice awareness. In smallest things that they do, as you said, you're washing your teeth. Just be present with that moment mm-hmm. feel it or whatever sadness comes or happiness comes during the day that you're feeling it be with it and experience it and see uh you know where it's taking you So then, yes. you know you can have a more aware life so you can work on other uh other steps so well, yeah and the, live with the and of your to, life. <laughs> oh i'm
1: so excited and and to kind of recap what you're saying it's just so beautiful Right, like all these steps help us clean out, declutter, take away the noise, take away the dirt, if you will, to allow space, right? Like these are the beginning steps to allow that space. So if you're brushing your teeth and you're like, oh, I started thinking about my laundry. That's okay. This is new for you. It's okay. Like, but I love what you said too, like, these things you can start doing every day, like in small bits here and there. So I, I hope it helps you guys. If you need Thank more help, you, you can reach <laughs> out.
0: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, tell us naturally how we can be in touch with you.
1: Sure. Um, I have my website. My coaching company name is nvibe tribe. So nvibe is my website. I'm also on Instagram, which is probably the fastest way nowadays to get in touch with me. And it's underscore. And vibe tribe, and if not, just Google and vibe, um or Nvibe tribe or Natalie, and I, I will pop up and I will be there to help you because I believe in you. I believe in you, Matilda. I believe in me. I believe in all of us.
0: <laughs> <Awesome>, Nvibe. <and> <laughs> I will see you next week, guys. Okay, perfect. Thank you for listening. And next uh, topic will be very exciting. That's going to be next yes. step. the one week practice with awareness. Good luck. Thank you for your time. Yes, thank you. Bye.